So what is a lien waiver and how does it affect your construction project? So if you're a property owner or you're a construction manager, you may have heard of lien waivers. Obviously, if you're in the construction industry, you know what they are. But if you are a homeowner or a property developer, you want to make sure that you're getting lien waivers from all your subs and from your general contractor. And the way it works is very simplistically, if a general contractor works on your job and they hire subs, electrical, plumbing, HVAC, framers, each one of those subs in almost every state has an automatic lien on your property until their invoice is paid. If the general contractor doesn't pay the invoice, let's say to the electrician, the electrician can have a lien on your property for their work and their workmanship. It doesn't matter if you pay the general contractor or not. If the subcontractor didn't get paid for whatever reason, they still have a claim against your property. For that reason, you wanna make sure that all of the subcontractors are identified and you're getting lien waivers from each one of them individually and that you have a good surety bond from your general contractor to cover you if one of them doesn't get paid. So the worst case scenario, and you've probably seen this in the news, is a homeowner hires a general contractor to build a house or to do a remodel or an addition, and they pay in full for that remodel. And then the general contractor goes out of business or has financial problems and doesn't pay the subs. When well, all of a sudden the subcontractor files a lien on the property for work that the owner paid for in full. And there's really no solution other than to either claim against the surety bond of the GC or to pay the subcontractor. This is an example of a generic lien release. You want to make sure it's an unconditional lien release so there's no way that they can come back and add it later. Um, you want to make sure that you know who all the subs are and keep track of even companies that deliver products and materials. For example, if the general contractor has lumber delivered by lumberyard, that lumberyard may have a lien on the property. Sometimes it depends upon if they delivered it or if the general contractor picked up the materials. But if the lumberyard delivered materials to the job site in most states, they have a materials lien against the property. By the same token, if the general contractor rents equipment, they rent, let's say, an excavator or some other type of mechanical equipment, if that equipment is delivered to the job site by a rental company, rental agency, that rental agency may have a lien against the property for any unpaid rental fees for mini excavators or trenchers or other materials. So it's important to make sure you have a list of all the subcontractors on a job. The other reason that this comes in handy is to make sure that all the subcontractors have insurance declarations that name the general contractor and you as a property owner as additional insureds. So if something happens, they have work comp insurance, they have liability insurance, and you're not gonna be liable for those types of things. But a lien waiver at the end of your project is an important thing to obtain, and your bank is probably gonna require it if you have financing for the project. The only way you're gonna know that you have all of your proper lien waivers is you have a full uh, listing or survey of all of the subs that worked on the project. And if you don't have that type of census of all the different work additions or product delivery to your project, you may not be able to get the, the complete lien waiver directory that you need to clear your property and make sure that your final payment clears any obligations that you have for payments. And that may be one of 
the ways to make sure that you get this is to have any final payment to the general contractor be contingent upon getting lien waivers from all the subs.